0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. As we're looking at the top contenders right now, we still have Boston as your favorites to win it all plus 260 and they went into the break pretty hot eight and two in their last 10 with a six game win streak and leading i believe all of the nba uh in points differential differential sitting at 10.1 then we have milwaukee six to one to win it and three to one to win the east uh is you're looking at any of these futures odds whether it be in the east or you know to win it all is there anything that catches your eye
0: I'm not totally sold on Boston winning the East. I know that the Bucks have Ooh. been a huge disappointment this year uh based on what we thought they would be with Damian Lillard coming over to Milwaukee, but there's been a, so much turmoil. Like first it was just integrating Dame into that organization team offense, mm-hmm. everything. Uh their defense sucked fired their head coach. They bring in Doc Rivers. They're 3-7 and seven with him. Everyone's saying, you know, Doc needs to take more accountability, this, this, that. So it's just been, like, drama, turmoil. I think at this point in the season, the Bucks have to be able to turn things around at some point. Like, they're too good. They have too much depth. Their defense, I think, is going to start give, getting a little bit better. It's uh, gotten better since Doc Rivers took over, moving from the bottom half in the league to, you know, a little bit above – Um, League average. So I think if Milwaukee can figure out the defense, they're the only other team that I could see coming out of the East because with Boston too, they shoot so many threes that you have so much um, variability there. Uh, if mm-hmm. they stop knocking down threes one game, like in a seven game series, teams can can kind of take advantage of that because Boston isn't great at pivoting to other areas of their offense when the threes aren't falling. So that's a little bit of my concern with the Celtics, but I think the Bucs, I think we're going to see them turn things up just a notch um, over these next couple months heading into the postseason.
1: Yeah, and if we're talking about the East, we have to at least mention the Cleveland Cavs, uh, probably the hottest team in the East going into the break nine and one and sitting in the second spot, six games behind the Celtics. I do like the Cavs, but what worries me is their offense. It's not that the offense is bad. It just feels like they don't have the, the high potential that some of these teams have. Like, maybe this is short-sighted of me, but if you look at the Celtics, they're averaging 120 points per game. The Cavs just 114. A lot of it is because their defense has been so good. Just giving up uh, 109 points Do you see the Cavs as a threat to the Celtics or are they more of a, a regular season squad to you?
0: They're more of a regular season squad. I really like the Cavs. I mean, they're great. They're 29, 22 and two against the spread this season. So they're great at covering. They're a great team to bet on during the regular season. I still think they're a year or two away from really being able to make a push uh, to win the East and, and make it to the NBA finals. They have a lot of, I mean, I know Donovan Mitchell's been in the league a while, but it still feels like they have a lot of youth and they just don't have that veteran leader that you need uh, to win a championship. Like, if you look at the past couple teams that have won, all those teams have more of a veteran uh, leader bringing them there. I'm not sure Donovan Mitchell is that type of leader. Uh, Evan Mobley's still young. Jared Allen isn't, in my uh, estimate, like the most vocal leader on that team um various Garland I don't think so so they have a lot of great pieces their defense is unbelievable like if they can hang their hat on that the rest of the season and into the postseason like maybe they can make it to the conference finals I just don't see them getting past a team like uh Boston or Milwaukee when it all comes down to it
1: yeah and we had Gary Washburn on the show who is I believe either the beat writer or just the national NBA reporter for the Boston Globe And he was telling us that the team that presents the biggest challenge in the East to the Celtics is the Miami Heat. And if you want to believe him, the Heat are 18-1 to to win the Eastern Conference because right now, oh, they've been, you know, saddlebagging as, you know, they did last year. And they're not looking like a team to beat because right now they're sitting in the seventh spot, just sitting at 30 and 25. But we know all the Heat have to do is get in. And they will certainly cause some worry uh, against whoever they are facing in the East. Let's switch gears uh, to the MVP conversation. Uh, Nikola Jokic, your favorite at minus 130. And uh, behind him, we have SGA, Shay Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander at plus 210, Luka at nine to one, Giannis nine to one as well, and Jason Tatum 25 to one. So the question is, Has Nikola Jokic locked this award up or is there value in any other player?
0: I think there's a little value in SGA at plus 210. I mean, he's second in the league in scoring right now, 13th in assists. He's carrying I, – I don't shouldn't say carrying. He's the best player on the second-best mm-hmm. team in the West right now. The The Thunder are only, I believe, a half a game back or game and a half back from Minnesota in the Western Conference standings. So if they can if, – if the Thunder can jump up to that number one spot um, at the end of the regular season – That would be, you could definitely make a case for Shea Gil, just Alexander. Uh, And then also with Jokic, like, yes, Jokic deserves to win the award again this year. Minus 130, you're not getting a great price. You've missed any value. um, But his numbers scream MVP again. Is it, it's just going to be, is there voter fatigue? Like we're kind of in the same frame where LeBron could have won it every year for a stretch of what, like six, seven years, but they're not going to give it to LeBron every single year. I would argue Joel Embiid won the MVP award last season because of a little bit of voter fatigue. They didn't want to give Jokic his third straight. Now, had Embiid not missed time and and not hit that 65 game threshold this season, I think Embiid would have been your front runner for MVP. Um, Chelsea, if you want to look down the board a little bit, Giannis because I I think the Bucks are going to go on a little tear here, maybe at 9 to 1 you look at him. I love Jalen Brunson. I think we're maybe a year away from him being at the top of the board for MVP, but, uh, 80 to one, if the Knicks are able to kind of turn things up, I know health is, is a big issue there with Julius Randle and OG and Obi being out, but, um, I think maybe you look at him. Um, and then Matt, uh, put in the chat, Donovan Mitchell, if he gets the calves in one seat, I think that's also not a terrible look for a, a long shot. Um, at 125 to one yikes he really dropped
1: (sighs) yeah I think it's gonna be really hard for somebody to pry it away from Nikola Jokic though because just like voter fatigue is a thing I think people will have a hard time clearing the NBA postseason from last year from their memory do you get what I'm saying like the NBA MVP is a regular season award But seeing the clinic that Nikola Jokic put on in the NBA finals and the entire stretch last season and the fact that he wasn't given the MVP last year, they're like, no, we got to give it to Joel Embiid at least one year. Um, It makes me feel like this is the year for Nikola Jokic to reclaim the throne again. I do think SGA stands a chance. It just, at this point it feels like most of the value is kind of gone. Like, because value is always a relative term, right? Uh, earlier in the season, you could have got a much longer number on SGA. So, you know, plus 210, I guess there's something still left there. But for me, it does feel like Nicole is a to lose, not saying to bet on it. Because I think in the futures market, you always try to go for plus money. Because again, it is only February 22nd. There is still plenty of time left in the season. Nicole Jokic is not an injury prone player, uh, but you know, things can happen. Knock on wood, certainly not rooting for that. But when it comes to SGA, I feel like there is a more, a more valuable way to play this because the thunder are plus eight twenty five to win the Western conference. Right now it's looking like the Clipper show. And I think there are some concerns about the nuggets. And the thing is, the Thunder have played the the Nuggets pretty well head to head. I believe they've won like at least three of their matchups so far this season. So, Kate, next question: Instead of taking SGA to win MVP, how about the Thunder plus eight twenty five to win the West?
0: Huh? Uh, I'm not sure. I love it, Chelsea. No, (laughs) I'm not sure. I love it. I. I just think a seven-game series between the Nuggets and the Thunder, I would trust the Nuggets a lot more having that experience, championship experience, winning the finals last year. Like, this is still a Thunder team that they've been so fun this year and so good this year, but they were cellar dwellers for, what, the last 10 years in the NBA? So in their first season back to, to relevance, are they going to be able to handle that type of playoff atmosphere that type of high pressure situation with a lot of the young players like like this is Chet Holmgren's first season in the NBA Mm -hmm. I mean this is his second year he his first season he was out all year to injury so his first year playing you still have a lot of young players um that you just I I think you just need a little bit more uh what's the word veteranship is that a word am I just making that up you need more veteran players experience Um, Experience would be the word, Chelsea. Yes, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and I I trust the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets have kind of just been on cruise control a little bit through the first half of this season. And coming into the final month or so, I we're going to see them turn it up quite a bit. Um, the biggest team that I think gives the Nuggets a threat is actually the Minnesota Timberwolves, because they match up so well with uh, yeah, the Nuggets. And they have the 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 size and the the length to slow down Nikola Jokic. So Minnesota, same same concerns I have with the Thunder of being maybe a year early, but I think matchup wise they are someone that could challenge uh, the Nuggets quite a bit.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. The the T Wolves with the the Twin Towers, Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, but the thing is the price is right. You know, because if you're looking at it from a hedging perspective, you take the Thunder plus 825 or the T-WO's 825, all they have to do is make it to the Western Conference Finals and then you can play the other side and get yourself, you know, some guaranteed money. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.